This is a presentation from the Supernaut Network. Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? It's episode 95 of the Hey My Man podcast. Um, we're back. This is Ben. This is Dave. I had to ask you. Is 94 missing? No, we did 95 last week and it went missing. Oh, we should have went to 96 and be like, you'll never, ever And just acted 95. like we put it out and be like, yeah, you guys No, just be like it. 95 is like a missing one. And then one day, like after we shoot ourselves in the face with shotguns or something, somebody will unearth it. Like they'll dig into your computer like the feds do, and they'll find that somehow, like that you couldn't. And then they'll put it out, and people put it on T-shirts, and I'll get mad uh, posthumously. When did you say I'll still buy my chicken? What is that from? What were we talking? You know about? what? Every week it I was. Keep, I, I keep wanting to ask you that. The first episode I was on, I was real quiet, and second, like by the third one, I had verbal diarrhea, and it was. I was only on for a couple episodes, and you had told a news story. It was about a veteran. He was a vet that went to KFC. I can't remember if he had a. Right. I can't remember if he had like a dog or something yes, too. That's right. I think he wanted chicken. He had a service dog for him or for his dog. There was some dispute about they whether or not he, he should pay the for his service dog's chicken or for because he was <laughs> no, a vet. Or, that's not what it was. There was some shit about they a guy let, wanting chicken. They told him he had to leave because he couldn't bring a dog in the business, and he's like, "Well, it's a service dog. Was it's allowed anywhere." Yeah. Well. That's how the whole thing came up, but it ended up being a bullshit okay. story. Thank you for jogging my memory. But yeah, I'm like what? What is that? Even I had made the. Like? You had asked me my opinion on it, and I said, "Well, I, I do community service also, but I'll still buy my chick." It yeah. makes a lot. Pay of sense. for it. Yeah. Um, as far as last week goes, so I know this sounds like a broken record because we've been here before, but you know, we fought and 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 tooth and nail to even get an episode out because of our schedules. And we ended up getting together Sunday night, which usually the podcast comes out on Sunday night. And, um, we did an hour and like 27 minutes of a podcast and the funniest <laughs> yeah. podcast you've ever heard. And, uh, at the end of it, uh, I hit save and garage band decided, no, we're not going to save it. So this week, uh, if you end up, if you heard this, if you, if you hear, if you heard this, ep- if you hear this episode, there you go. Uh, I am not only recording on a gar- garage band, I've also g- going to an MP3 recorder just in case as a fail safe. So there should be no, no yeah. issue. If this doesn't work, I quit. I'm serious. We'll just have to get a producer and then we can blame. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather just be mad at someone else? Yeah. See, I get to blame oh, you. you right? I'd be like, yeah. oh, but you do all the work, so I don't really. But it'd be nice if you had somebody behind the glass that you just go like. Why can't he get his shit together, I, you know? 100%. Because when you click the button, you just go, oh, no. Yeah, and then... You, You're like Flick from Bugs Life, <laughs> and all the seeds just fall into the water. Yeah, I got kids. Uh, last So last week, I was telling you, speaking of putting stuff out and quitting or whatever, um, I was telling you that I had woke up just like the lady who dreamt up the uh, Twilight series and woke up texted you you're working days so i was i texted you like first thing in the morning like 6 30 and i'm like hey 
we're animating the podcast. This is a go, one hundred percent. You're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I was, I was super excited. I had a dream. I am. I am super excited that we are going to uh, take a couple of bits at least and do some really crude animation. And not when I say we, I don't mean me or you. Um, mm-hmm. And so I had told you that. And so my morning started off really manically positive, I guess. So I went downstairs, got on my computer, and I was like, oh, I I found some uh, freelance animation websites and Craigslist. And I just started putting out like, hey, we want to animate some bits or like probably like seven minutes. Uh, We just real short stuff. Attention people that make cartoons pro bono. We're not. Well, I didn't even I, see. That's where I made a mistake. Because Don't ever I, bring up Bono ever. It's I, not going to work out well. I just figured I would put that put out there that we wanted to do something and, and not talk about. I figured we'd negotiate price later. Well, yeah. Why I, would you throw it out there? Yeah, I'm the, just kidding. Yeah, I, don't do that. I got probably like no doubt, you know, 85 re- replies within that's an great. hour. That's awesome. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And it, every one of these people sent me like a real, like a link to their uh, YouTube page with their reels. And like, really, I mean, you're like, DreamWorks is interested. This they're, is awesome. They're like, you know, hey, we really want to get behind this project. Uh, I'm a senior at this technology school. I'm, I'm a, I'm this. I'm that. I'm out of work. You know, I'm looking really to do something like this. And I'm like, man, because I had put a link to the podcast, a, a, a particular episode, um, Barbershop Roulette. It's a good so, one. And then the one where you go to the um, doctor. Where you paid eighty dollars per head for, <laughs> for the allergy uh, for test? the allergy test that took six months to come back. <laughs> yeah, um, I said, yeah, well, let's yeah. start with those. So I use those as a sample, and so I put it out there. And like I said, immediately, well, like uh, let's say within forty five minutes to an hour, I'm getting this flooded emails, and I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe this. And people were saying, you know, we would love to be behind this project. Uh, you know, it'd be amazing. Uh, we'd love to work together. Sending me all their stuff, like I said. So I start going looking through and looking at some of their stuff and i'm like oh well i found a couple of really cool ones i like their style and I, I i hit them back and i said you know hey we really like to work together and you know this is like a collaborative labor of love project so i'm glad you're into it and you know immediately when i sent that email i was given almost every single person sent me one right back we're like yeah we're glad that you know it's a labor of love for you however for us it's a labor of labor and the going <laughs> rate is one thousand dollars per animated second uh, and i got that from at least 15 different people are saying that's the that is the standard in the industry do we should work that way for other stuff like yes. i need my bricks need tuck pointing like bad <laughs> like my bricks are the, mor- the mortar's not looking good Agreed. but here's the thing like I, I just really i'm really into my bricks i love them i love the way they look and that's where you come in i want you to if love you could them just too. re-tuck point them if you don't have any tuck pointing to do that week and you're just a down week for you, you could just come over and slap some mortar in there. Man. Then I we guess, both could see it when we're done. We both could enjoy my brick. I guess I afterwards. feel like, um, you know, <laughs> as crazy as it's going to sound, I do put a lot of goodwill into the world as far as hey. <laughs> pregnant pause. <laughs> right, sure. Yeah. No, no I as mean, far as like. You know, I, I was just out, telling somebody that the other day. <laughs> seeking out other people's <laughs> podcasts or whatever that I like and, and offering, you know, whether it's making soundboards, whether it's making uh, graphics, whether it's making uh, bumper music, whatever. I've done it yeah. for a ton of people. Yeah. And you don't have idle technological hands. No. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you're, you're a, always looking to do something. I used to have a friend that would refer to people like you as you're a goer. Right. You know what I mean? Like you go, you, you do things. But. I don't do much work around in my house per se, but you know, I have my thing that I'm no, into. No, but what you're into, right. you do and you go hard. That's that's a good thing. Uh so I sort of feel like, you know, 
I put it into the world, and I'm assuming out of the 100 people that came back to me, somebody was going to be like, I love this podcast so much. I'm willing. Yeah. I'm, I'm moving. Where That's you guys really live? funny. I'll slap some stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I got a couple of those. Which one of you has a bigger couch? I'm very good at cartoons. <laughs> well, if they, li- if they actually listen, they'll find out they won't be sleeping. They I can sleep a- in my driveway. But that's about the best I can do for him. I have a basement. Um, so I did get a couple people that, that hit me back and said, hey, yes, I'm definitely interested in this. I have some things going on right now. But uh, listen to actually said, listen to the episode. Never heard of the podcast before this, but now I'm into it. Listen to a couple episodes after you, the one you gave Good. me. So, hey, I'm, I'm like, if you can find a different thing that you'd rather animate, let me know. And I mean, I'm not going to say no, don't animate that. Right. I'll take right, whatever right. I can get course the only thing stipulation i have is i have to have an animated me and an animated you anybody else they could take complete creative license with but you know i need a hard part in my animated character yeah my I, dude i'm okay if it doesn't you need look a v-neck anything or, like me no 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 well no. i would it's gotta be embellish embellish on what makes it funnier yeah but i'm okay if it just doesn't if it looks like mongoloid ben <laughs> I'm fine with that. I actually kind of prefer Like, I want one soup. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's a Chinese delivery guy. It it was super funny. Mongolian pit. No, I like if one one eye is small and one's super big. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem. Like, if it looks like, uh, gosh, I don't know how you look this up. I don't want to be animals. If you guys Google salad fingers, there's a cartoon. I can't remember the guy's name. Google salad fingers. Yeah, dude. There's an internet. If you ever accidentally Googled salad fingers. My brother Nate turned me on to an internet cartoon called Salad Fingers, and it's beyond creepy. And I, gosh, I can't remember the the website. It was called like fatpie.com. And I know that can go horribly wrong. I know. But like, that's (laughs) what. Two T's or one. Let's be. It's F A T P I E. Let's wait till you get back to them on that before they go typing that in yeah well google fatpie.com and if it's porn don't even click on it because this is something else this is a super weird guy that does cartoons and he slaps them i mean seemingly just slaps them together and they're super weird it's this green guy with long fingers and he like you know how like cheap animation has like long weird pauses and the sounds strange it's like that like he'll come up and he'll touch something and like like make weird (laughs) but I loved it. I watched it. Like those dudes from American Movie might have made it? Yeah, like my Mark last job I had, it. I used to make everyone watch it. I had, I bought the, the merchandise from the site. I had a shirt with salad fingers. Now, when I watched that guy, dude, if that's $1,000 per second, well, he did okay, it Woody be- and Buzz flying in the woods or something, okay, fine, 1000 a second. But this? I think, though, that guy did it his own thing for himself, so it's free. But how long <laughs> could it have made him to take, like, a, I mean, like... He'll walk in, there'll be a guy sticking his head in the oven, and he'll, like, he'll trip I, out. I guess it's no different than, like I said, if, if a guy that was a roofer came over to my house and said, you know, this, this, and this needs to be replaced, i got to go with what he says. I, I have no idea. So if you tell me... But that, I feel it, like it is, art if you're to, into it, though. But I've tried to... I, I went and bought a, a an app to tr- once I found out this price to see if I could do it myself. Like it was on sale for sixteen dollars, normally sixty dollars, which obviously isn't the best program in the world. But I just wanted to kind of fiddle around with it and see what I could do. I was out in like five minutes. I'm like, I'm just gonna have to pay the thousand dollars. But I feel like second. if it, like you said, I know it's like a, a joke, like oh, a passion project. But if say somebody said, okay, Dave and Ben, we want you go, we want you to go to this Comic Con or something. We'll buy your tickets, um, but we want you to check out our booth, look at our stuff and then talk about it on your podcast give us 20 minutes or 10 minutes i would be into that and it wouldn't be like work because because this right. is what we do i right. know it's just talking but like 
But well, I would be into because I was this? like, I enjoy doing that. If a guy who drew cartoons for a thousand dollars an animated second asked mm. me to talk in order for him to get uh, inspired to draw a cartoon, I'd do that for free. So I'm sure. just putting that out there. Sure. Right? No problem. So I, 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 I have so many different grandiose ideas. How so. about this? I've been watching a lot of Dr. Katz this week. You remember that show? Oh, yeah. Well, my my other brother let me borrow a DVD that he had. He, like, had this old box he was, like in his garage. He's like, look, dude, these are all great movies. They're all amazing. And uh, these are some of the best things. They're my favorite things ever, but I just don't watch much TV anymore. So take them and enjoy them. Like, he just wanted me to, like, he wanted to right. um, watch them, uh, you know, through me vicariously. So he gave me his Dr. Katz DVD. It turns out it looked like somebody had ice skated on it. It was all scratched up. But you go on YouTube, they're all there. So I've been watching tons of Dr. Katz this week. And it's got all these old great comedians on oh, yeah. it. That animation, dude. I mean, they're barely moving. It's just like like the secretary will just be sitting there squiggling. Right. And like her mouth will move a <laughs> little like bit. He was in butthead. But, I mean, worse, but. But even that. Would be, I mean, if it was that kind of animation, just I, that's what I'm slow for, squiggly. If it's just you squiggly in a barbershop and some guy walks up and goes, like, and does our, you know, like whatever audio we have, that would be hilarious. There's no way. And I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm not saying, like, to animators, it's easy, but I'm saying, like, really crude animation is still super funny and it can't be as, as hard as we're thinking. See, like I told you, I to me, it seems more important to get those beats right than more characters and more yeah, colors and more yeah, yeah. so like lo- like long pauses where you just see the character's eyes moving back and forth uh, you know yeah that, that i think and here's the thing i've watched many many cartoons and i can tell you that is what's that to me it's is funny. what's funny yeah is the facial expressions or the, like i said the long pauses or and we've already provided hilarious audio so how you know i either like done, old cartoons or that i don't care for any of these new ones like none of them even adventure time and all them I'm sure it's great, but I just I just don't I just don't need it. Well, you know what's funny? Back then, I like crummy cartoons and I like really old great cartoons. You either had like a a cat and a mouse, or you know a bird and a and a cat, or or what? But but a now, wolf. like with Adventure Time, like one of the guys, I think it's Adventure Time, or what's the the regular show? One of the guys is like a a, a a Game Boy, and then there's one guy who's a made out of like a gumball machine and. It just seems like they just animate whatever, and there's really no not you know, origin not, story. Not saying it's not I funny. No, I agree with you. I just don't have room in my uh, like if my if my life is a blender and I'm shoving stuff in there like to make the smoothie that is me. I just don't have room for Adventure Time. I'm sure it's a delicious additive to my smoothie. Don't but you no, feel you. though that like I sort of look at it and go, I could, I could write a, a children's book. With Anybody ho- should with be able to write and Pornhub alone. <laughs> it takes up three quarters of that blender. Do, do you feel like you could write a children's book right now? I'm no, I could. Yeah, I don't feel I, like I could. I know I and, could. And that's that's. I mean, because you've obviously read a enough. Really children. good one. <laughs> I mean, I look at them. Some of them, they have. It almost seems like they had three different ideas, and that was one that was they they had like a book deal where they had to write five before the end of the year, Dude. and they just said, "Well, I'm just going to throw this one together." You think it of is, a moral that's important to you. You come up with an analogy, and then you paint some shit around it. It's. And people make a, a li- you know a living out of that. Like okay, for instance, Doctor Seuss this week, it was all I knew you were a flutter, out a, way. a flutter butter on Twitter, right? I don't know. That's I'm pretty sure that's a word. It was a big deal on Twitter. Everyone said Doctor Seuss. They found a hidden book. This is a book you didn't know about. And it's like, I forget what it was, but it's like another big whose fruit turd. is on top of my tree? <laughs> Are you my 
mother's elephant snout. Like it's, I forget what it was, but it wasn't. It no, it was like which which pet do I pick? Which animal do I pick, or something like that? And I'm not. I don't care if I sound like I'm shitting on Dr. Seuss because he wrote some of my favorite stuff. But everyone's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta check out this new, you know, on Twitter, I gotta see this new Dr. Seuss book. And I'm thinking, you guys know that 90% of what he did is 100% garbage, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm not shitting on him because that 10%, uh, no, well, that, well, I kind of am, but that 10%. Is amazing. Like I think his ten percent is great. Which is like, say a songwriter, a band goes in the studio and they write thirty songs, right? But they take eight or nine and they put it on an EP, and that's a great record because they did the whittling down with children's Agreed. books. There's no whittling. You just go right. uh, hop on pop, and there's no editor that goes, yeah. But what were you trying to say with this hop on pop? Well, you know, it's like he's a pop, and you 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 hop, you know, on him, and and then like you have like a mop. And then, uh, fuck, what else? Uh, uh, I don't know, like a, like a sop. You know what I mean? Like, and then somebody <laughs> then should go. Somebody should go. Like... You know what? Take this back. <laughs> Come back with something better. But I feel like Doctor Seuss got like a green light to go. Like, hey, uh, you know, waffles and moffles, which is walking in the forest, which is crazy it's because it's not like his first stuff or any. I, I don't look at any of it, and I, I, I can. He sort of got carte blanche, like you're saying. And I yeah. look at it and go, at what point did he get that? Because I can, all of his stuff, whether it be green eggs and ham, none of it is that great. So I don't know who. <laughs> yeah, eggs and ham is like, not good. What gave him carte blanche? It all is. I think that at the time there wasn't that many books that he would he would tackle a subject a little bit, you know, in, in a new and interesting way. And then he would make 10 awful books. And then he would tackle a subject <laughs> in a new and interesting way. And then he would make hop on pop. Are you my mother? You know what I mean? Like I'm, it was bad. I'm glad you brought this up because it sort of leads me into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Like I which... couldn't have been less excited. The Doctor Seuss has a new book. He's oh, got. Yeah. He's got. I took my kids to the library this week. So did I. Because I'm such a good. Friend. I took them to the like the read a story and they dance around and blah blah blah. Yeah, I didn't do that. I did. It was, dude, it was one on two. I could. It's a good thing that I'm not going to have any more kids because I don't think I could after the things I do. The te- it's it's bad news. <laughs> not getting any younger, dude. It's like this, when you go on. I know I'm on tangent. When you go on like Baby First TV, if any of you have, if any of you are parents and you have young kids, there's like Baby First TV and it's colors and shapes and blah 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 on cable TV. There's a couple shows that have like the moms with the babies and it's like oh baby exercise and like rolling on their backs and like giving their kid a ball and their kid like takes a shit on it and then like rolls on its back and lays there and they turn it over so it doesn't aspirate in its own mouth. Well, I, you look at that on TV and you go, what are they doing? Like who's getting anything out of this? But then if it's offered in real well, life, you have an answer, but yeah, <laughs> well, no one's getting it. I, the thing is I take my kids to stuff kind of like that because I just like, I go, if they get anything out of it, it's cool. You know what I mean? Point is I was at the library. There was a bunch of those Dr. Seuss books and, uh, I was trying to get one to show my daughter, you know, and be like, read, like, check it out. Look, look at this book and yada, yada. And each one, I looked at the cover and I was like, no, that's, that's dumb, dude. Uh, are you my mother? No, that's stupid. She's like, Horton, here's a who. Crap. Horton, here's a who. That doesn't mean anything. Horton, here's a who. That's stupid. Like, if it's. <laughs> now not, you're realizing. I've already said the sneezes on the beaches. If it's that one or if it's the Lorax or there's a couple that like have some good, you know. But other than that, dude, 
as far as I'm concerned, they're all middle of the road at very best. I mean, I, I would go with a Shel Silverstein over any Dr. Seuss any day of the week. For sure. But but at we, least he puts his out in a big book of like, hey, here's a bunch of little things. Right. That, here's a bunch of little things I wrote. Take which ones you like. It's not yeah, there's a 70 whole of them. book for each one. Right. You don't need a whole book for Dr. for uh, uh what is it? Green eggs and ham. You don't well, need to why do you make a book, book that's 12 pages. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like sort of what you said, Shel Silverstein has a book that's, you know, 90 pages with 70 or 80 different yeah, poems. Yeah. And you're you pay twelve bucks for that. However, a Dr. Seuss book you may pay like four bucks for, but it's eight pages. It's like what's the no, dude, thing ever? they're like ten bucks. Okay, well, I'm, I'm just, but I'm just, yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, you get where I was going with that. I 100 percent get where you're going. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was you had texted. I saw you put something on Twitter about how you were not. I guess you you were a little bit upset or disheartened <laughs> by the fact that Eddie Murphy didn't do anything. Oh, I was let down, yeah. On uh, Saturday Night Live. I didn't expect it because I didn't know it was coming. But then when I saw him... You're like, yeah, here we go. Oh, it's going to be great. On, and then yeah. and then he basically waved and said thank you, and that was it. Chris Rock did three minutes on how great Eddie Murphy is. And that's special, by the way. Yes. I, wait, they don't know what we're talking about. Okay. Well, I then told you, what did you expect? There was a special, a tribute special that happened like last year or the year before where it was like a two-hour special on Comedy Central or one of this one whatever channel, where a bunch of comedians came and talk came out, and he was like sitting up on a dais or whatever, and they came out and said like, "This is how this guy changed my Tribute life." Eddie Murphy, yeah, or something like that. Oh, that's not what you were going to talk about. Yeah, there's this. No. You never saw it. No, I don't know he had a tribute. So there was a tribute to Eddie Murphy. Maybe it was BET or some channel, but last year they it was like a big deal. Last year, the year before. So anyway, they they did this big thing, and at the end of it. He came out and, you know, like sort of like a roast at the end, you come out and you do a spiel and he didn't perform. He didn't do anything. And I know there was a lot of like critics of him saying like, dude, why wouldn't you, if you knew this thing was coming, come out. His whole show is about you. Stevie Wonder came out and played. Well, Eddie Murphy was on the bench. It was a huge to do. Wow. All the pomp and, and circumstances. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. And he did not give anybody anything. So that's why I was telling you on Twitter when you're like, I can't believe he didn't do anything. I was like, well, this is not the first time this has happened. There was an entire show just devoted to him, and he basically just waved, and they were like, come on, do something. He was like, no. Yeah, I wasn't up to date on his current, like, how he does things. I just thought he's kind of, he's big time, and he does voiceover work, and he just doesn't really. I wonder if he's like a recluse, or he has some sort of stage fright issue at this point or something. Well, I didn't see it, but I guess on Twitter, I don't know, this morning or yesterday, I guess, Norm MacDonald. But like told another every once in a while he'll tell a story you know it'll be like twelve yes, tweets I worth mean, of right. wrong things continue 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 um I guess he told a story about how Eddie Murphy has some sort of and I didn't read, I just secondhand uh, as most of my facts are <laughs> but uh, I guess he told some story about how Eddie Murphy has like a fear of performing now oh, then that's exactly it makes sense like like just he's not doing it uh, and I don't I don't know the ins and outs of it but that would make sense and and doing stand up is is like a muscle. If you don't oh, yeah. work, if you don't work it out, it'll atrophy for sure, right? So he probably feels like, yo, I'm voiceover work. I do, I'm good, right? But all my other shit's way atrophied. And I don't know if it's like a fear fear of failure, but uh, I guess he's not oh, down for it. For sure, it's a fear of failure. But I would I would say that this he probably looks at it like I've already got a pretty well respected, if not the most respected, two hour long specials in the history of stand up comedy. Why would I? why would I go back and do a Michael Jordan playing for the White Sox at this point? Like, let, let's just, but 
I hear you. It's just I'm, 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 I just feel like this is me thinking. This is must be how he's thinking. I don't agree with it. I'm just saying, like, I could understand why he would say, like, it's been 25 years. I'm now not going to go back and and ruin my legacy. It's not going to happen. Like that. I'm beyond that. But do you think, like, as a person, like even his personal life, like when they're sitting around eating dinner at home, he just doesn't say funny stuff. No, I believe he does say funny stuff. At I don't think he does. You just think he's like now, like how I pictured every teacher I think when I was in high school. Like they go home, they have a recliner <laughs> and an ashtray with a bunch of cigarette butts and a co- and coffee maker, and there's nothing else exists in their world. It's like that the SNL skit with Will Ferrell where the whole family's super angry. He's like, "Could you pass the peace, please?" And he's like, "I wish you were a liar." And like they just start going nuts. I don't know if you ever saw it, but uh, no, I think if you're a funny dude, if you're a funny person that's in you and you want to perform and you want to show it up. Once you stop doing that and you just do VO work for a long time, like I'm guessing he just doesn't No, I, I I picture him going to have dinner with his family and just being like, This is delicious. This is great. And just saying I just not it's not funny. Yeah, I, I don't I I don't feel that way. If How, you but but if you're still making jokes, if you're still a jovial fellow, don't you no, like, because feel compelled to share Dude, I would. You would because you're, you're in it right now. You're a career performer. You're a career performer. Like you said, you have some of the best stand-up ever. It's what you do. It's what's in you, right? So you either keep doing that because that's what's in you or it's gone. It ain't in you no more. And But that doesn't mean that you're completely a different person. I was watching um, Raging Bull while you were on your way over here. Are you done with Eddie Murphy? Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll circle the wagons back at some point. Just, right. just reel me in if it gets it too home. crazy. Bring it home. Um, and I, I thought to myself, like, Robert De Niro... And Joe Pesci and Raging Bull is probably, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but if you haven't, yeah, yeah. me too. Um, it is so, like the filming and the, and the cinematography and all that, it's sort of crappy. It's not, it looks almost like it's a play. It's just, it's, the sets are let, like a little bit wonky compared to what they would be now. Yeah. But these dudes can act their balls off. I mean, there's one scene where uh, uh, Robert De Niro's character, Jake LaMotta is fixing the TV and he's talking to his brother and he's asking him about a, a fight that his brother had and, and thinking his wife cheated on him or whatnot. And it, I just sort of feel like if you told those guys, here's a scenario, go, these dudes could ad lib as good as anyone. Yeah. However, Robert De Niro is not always that great. And I think that it, it, it has to do with the role you pick. It has to do with what you're doing specifically and I wouldn't for someone to say like, oh, Eddie Murphy just he's lost and he doesn't have it anymore. But I think everyone's like that. You are you have your moment. You're great at this. You're good at that. But you eventually you you get older. Things change, and and that's just yeah. You, you lose it a bit. Sure, you lose a couple who, miles off your who, fastball. Who do you, you don't know? you don't not ever lob a fucking underhand pitch to a catcher in an all star softball oh, game, but, dude. Okay, but who who it's do you four, know? Who do you know that's gone the entire the entire length of their career without dying prematurely? That really held it down from the minute they hit, you know, the public eye. Well, nobody minute, holds it down the whole time. No, I mean, even close. Who who even comes close? I mean, what do we, I mean? Are we talking about all? I'm are talking we, are we all fanning of humanity. This shit out all, all of, of humanity. Oh well, then Scott Pasednik. Come on, number twenty-two. He floats around like Peter Pan out there. Are you kidding me? Go beyond your favorite baseball player. I'm talking. <laughs> right. I'm talking about somebody that you know. Let's 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 reel it in. I guess then to to like movies or TV or. Can or... I say Neil Young? No. Why? Because I. What's he done? He's still performing. Because he kind of seemed like an old man when he was young. Yeah, but and now he, he just rocks that shit still. I don't think that he. I mean, obviously he has fans, and 
I'm talking about somebody who is liked by everyone. Nobody doesn't like Eddie Murphy. At least it didn't like him at his, at his, in his prime. Or, or You know what I mean? There's people that will go, well, Neil Young's not Are you talking about or, someone like hitting their apex and staying there? Yes. No, that's why it's an apex. Right. My point being... That's why a mountain has a peak, sir. I, I, was, I watched uh, um, Birdman this week. Actually, yesterday. Finally, it, it oh, came I went, out I watched I it. went to the store and it wasn't there. I'm I'm not going to review it or anything, but I will tell you, you can tell the difference between, regardless of what this movie is about. Are you saying Michael Keaton is the apex of apexes? No, but I'm saying you could tell the difference between the way that Michael Keaton acts and Ed Norton, like that caliber of actor, and then like a, you know, name your average actor down the line. It, mm-hmm. It's uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, far and away above like 90% of other people at doing his yeah. specific thing. So... My whole point was that I was going down the list. And I'm writing down people's names. I'm like, man, uh, if you watch, like, you ever see the movie Basketball Diaries? Yeah, a bunch of times. It's an amazing movie. It's a great amazing movie. movie. I'm uh, not 100% sure, like, what you're looking for. Well, I was just, I guess my point was, you know, for people who are critiquing Eddie Murphy or saying, like, or for you who said you were not critiquing him. Well, that would you be saying, you. Like, I was saying, hey, it would be great to see Eddie tell a joke, and you shat on him. No, what I said for, was. like, ten tweets. He's not. You want him to be the guy that he was. Shit. He knows he's not. Therefore, he is. He's going to do you. No, I just want him to come out and tell some jokes, and it will feel good. You, if it if it worked out good, because otherwise, can't tell how three jokes? I dude, can fucking tell three jokes. We have millions of times have sat there and all went when somebody we loved Peyton did something Manning amazingly went out horrible. there and read a teleprompter and told a couple jokes. Eddie Murphy can go out there and do Eddie Murphy forty five seconds of funny. So you're I, well, and if he can, he's got, then when he has dinner with his family, he goes, "Pass me the biscuits." <laughs> no, that's not true. And then his daughter will go like, "Those biscuits kind of look like quite just, <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> this is not time for jokes. This is time for biscuits. Please pass one." That wasn't Eddie Murphy. If you'd like to tell a someone. joke later, do it when I'm not around because I don't want to hear anything <laughs> he's just funny. Somber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he's like a Tibetan monk, dude. <laughs> that's I'm, not true. It's got to be. How many bad hosts have done SNL? They've done monologues. I haven't seen SNL in 20 years. Okay, the answer is a bunch, right? So they can do a fucking three and a half minute monologue. He obviously, as Norm told you, he obviously has some sort of issue with performance. So he probably... What are you doing there? That brings up another question. Is it just like, hey, dude, just fade away? And then he got all dickish. He got all weird. His body language. Something, no, something was supposed to come up on the screen. Like, um... He basically, Chris Rock said there will only be one Eddie Murphy. He's the best ever, yada yada. And Eddie Murphy came out, and I was like, he's gonna do a couple minutes. This is gonna be great. I'm really excited. And he goes, listen, I had a great time at SNL. Thank you all so much. I have warm memories. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that was it. And then it was like a, a weird pause. And he goes, oh, I thought some shit was gonna come up on a screen. And I thought he was making a joke, and he wasn't. He was telling the technical producers, "Like you're supposed to bring something up now. What are you? What's going on?" And I think they were waiting. Like we assumed you'd say Riff a half bit. of a yuck, right? And and it didn't happen. And so he looked like he looked like he didn't want to be there. It looked weird. Oh yeah. And no all doubt. I could think of was like Eddie, just dude, you could have come out there and just been like, "What if Ralph Cramden was gay? Hey, nothing. Come, you know what he I mean? Done that. Fine, whatever. But." But but he hadn't done it on a special in the, prime time. The, he hadn't uh, made a homophobic joke in twenty five years. Apparently, to me, he was supposed to do 
they they had like a skit where he was supposed to be like just come on as Bill Co- dressed as Bill Cosby, uh, doing like uh, mixing drinks in a bar scene. Yeah, he wouldn't do Cosby. And, and, and a, a, I think he was going to do it up until the last minute. He's like, I ain't doing it. It's not happening. Well, David Spade years ago took a dump on him. On David Spade was doing his Hollywood minute, and he did a thing where he was like, Oh look, a falling star. There's Eddie Murphy. He took a little shot. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and he was all. And yeah, there's this big S- like if you read up on SNL and stuff, I guess he called and David Spade had to answer the phone. And there was no cell phones at this time, so he's on. You can it was you can look up uh, on YouTube. Uh, Jim Brewer tells the story of like David Spade yeah, on, on the phone going, Yeah, I know, I know you, I know you make millions of movie. Yes, I'm. I know I'm not funny. Like he had to do that whole thing, <laughs> he right? Just gets bitched out, right? Yeah, he just got he just got chewed out. Uh, so that happened. So I think he's not a fan of taking shots when people are down. So he didn't want to kick Cosby when he's down, which is fine. But I just don't understand why you can't come out and just he go kicked like him when he was up. Yeah, but that's nobody's nobody's hurting. It's just making fun of Bill Cosby. Right. It's, Bill Cosby's <laughs> great, you know. So I don't know. Whoa, whoa. In the 80s. The thoughts of and feelings of Ben are not necessarily the thoughts and feelings expressed by the Hey My Man podcast. Oh, you know no, what? Just... There's a couple isolated incidents. I mean, <laughs> you know what? To fan that out, to say everybody, it's just such a crazy... Um, so My point is, like, he could... I just felt like he could have done... Th- I mean, look, at, I was thinking why, the other day... Why go there? Why fly out there to just go, I thank you he... guys? Because You know why? Because he wanted to, like, publicly squash the feud. But you couldn't do it without being awkward. So he couldn't do it. I'm surprised he didn't like send in one of those video moments where he's like, "Hey, it's me. I'm on set. I couldn't be there." You yeah, know what I, mean? I wish I was. Here's like, a couple of jokes that I did. Like he's holding up his little surfboard <laughs> award for kids' choice. He's like, "I love this Woody." And uh, gosh, I had a lot of fun doing Twilight Part Seven, and I wish I could be there today. But uh, hugs that, and kisses. Don't you think he would have felt a lot more comfortable doing it that way? Way more comfortable. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Could have just done like forty takes, but it's not like a Howie Mandel. He doesn't have like a germ thing. He doesn't have to wear gloves. He's just weird. He's definitely not himself. a Howie Mandel. That's for damn sure. Not at all. I can't even. Believe, I don't think those those names have ever been said in the same sentence. Yeah, they're both equally as funny these days. Oh well, <laughs> um, I was waiting for that last part. Uh, no, so I was I was thinking I saw some show that was talking about Gene Hackman, and it was saying like. You know, where if you're asking where Gene Hackman's been, and it was talking about how he's like old and sick and retired and like w- walked away, and I'm like, I remember specifically. Why wouldn't you? Well, I remember specifically when like what band was it that uh, now I uh, somebody Rolling used to, Stones? No, no, no. Some band Four announced of them are dead. somebody they announced their uh, they're like, yeah, we're we're now retiring, and it was like, you're still even a band? Who was it? it was somebody like last Ugly year? Kid Joe? No, no. I saw they just day. started a Kickstarter. <laughs> Or what is it? Fund anything? Fund or, anything? Yes. Is it fund anything or no? Go fund me or some shit like that. I think it's fund anything. I brought up Ugly Kid Joe a couple episodes ago, and officially said like Beetlejuice, like, dude. You just brought up Ugly Kid Joe for the first time since like 1993. Uh, today I saw online that Ugly Kid Joe has started a fundraiser. So if you like their one song they did, find their fundraiser and donate. I said, and help them record it. And you're like record. Lydia Dietz bringing them back. Send their name three times, and here they are. I'm like in the mirror in the dark. Ugly kid Joe. Ugly kid Joe. Ugly kid Joe. And like a stupid garbage pail kid comes through and impales me with something dumb. The the whole point was though that so Gene Gene Hackman had uh he had, he had faded away, and I was like, yeah, what are, what did what happen actor. to Gene Hackman? That's an awesome actor. But then I started to think, I'm like, dude, that guy is dynamic. He was amazing. I'm trying to think of like yeah. one thing where he wasn't um, completely awesome in. And then I was like, man, if I could put together like my rogues gallery of all time, 
you know, people that I appreciate and I think are, are awesome. I mean, the dude's definitely in the Mount Rushmore of like my favorite, most believable or best actors. He makes it on your, on your Mount Rushmore? Oh, yeah. 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 But is he in any of your favorite movies? No. But I'm just talking about talent alone. I'm just saying, like, whenever I saw that guy, I was like, this movie's being elevated to another level. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. So, yeah, I, I'm not going to say that he is in any of my favorite movies, but I could just say every movie he's done has been better because he it was could in be argued out. that if he had no part in the Superman series in the '80s, then he would be blemish free. <laughs> like his, if he his wasn't, performance was fine. Uh, he, dude, sometimes you you and again, yeah, this is the old Samuel ja- fine, the Samuel but... L. Jackson sort of theory where you you if you accept something and maybe. It, uh, it's what's popular at the time. I don't know if it's you, you have taxes, you're getting divorced or whatever is going on in your life that you, when you accept these roles, it's like Wesley Snipes, you you need to pay back the IRS. So you just start doing whatever. You're like, how bad could it be? Nick Cage. No matter what, I could be a good, uh, Lex Luthor. And then, then they cast Ned Beatty and you're like, now I've really got, Uh they've made my job that much harder. Hmm. No. So I, I was just writing down a list randomly of, of all these people. Who else is on your Rushmore? Oh, not of my Rushmore. I just started writing down like... Uh, I Jackie wrote... Gleason. Okay. <laughs> no, obviously De Niro. Okay. Uh, Joe Pesci. As far as well, what... It's not he... obvious that Joe Pesci is there. No. no. No, no, Not obvious. But if I wanted to go obvious, say uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, as far as like really great, believable actors. Yeah. And Emilio Estevez for his portrayal it's of Billy the Kid. Mount people that yell a lot. <laughs> it's Daniel Day-Lewis, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Emilio Estevez for his portrayal of Billy the Kid. And Mighty Ducks. Uh, and Gordon Bombay, yeah. the coach of the Mighty Thank Ducks. You. Uh, well, you know what the alternative is, man? The alternative is um, I'm getting excited about the Oscars this weekend, right? I'm trying to convince my friend to throw like a party. And he already had, uh, he sent out an email. Like we, we're all going to uh, vote, you know, on and gamble on it, right? And whoever wins, wins money and yada, yada. It's uh, like the Sex on the City party. It's exactly the same. There's no difference whatsoever. <laughs> we're going to drink Cosmos. So... I wanted to, to bone up on some of the Oscar movies because I haven't really seen, you know, anything. Uh, the only thing that was out that I could catch was The Judge. I think it was, I think... Mm, um, it looked horrible. Well, but uh, Robert Duvall is nominated for Best Supporting Actor, I believe. So I was like, well, he's, you know, awesome. He's a great actor, he's so I'll, I'll check it out. Robert Downey's good. Um, that is the alternative to walking away like Gene Hackman is to being Robert Duvall. He starts <laughs> being in movies now, like... When you're Robert Duvall's age, you have to die in every movie. And it's not like a cool like horror movie death. It's right. like you have to be someone's dad who like was conflicted and never really showed you enough love. And then one day you're out fishing in a boat and you're like <laughs> and, like you just you know, just eat it right there. Right. So but it's gotta be weird for Robert Duvall because he shows up on set looking as good as he can, right? Like, like Jack Lemon. <laughs> Right, like, like looking as good as you know, like when you get up in the mirror, you go like, "This is what I got. I'm working it," you know. And you show up. It could up. be worse. I could be Robert Redford. And then when you go, to, <laughs> yeah, I just put my catcher's mitt. I tape it to my face. You show up like Robert Duvall, and you feel like you look good. And they're like, "Okay, we're gonna film the scene where you, um, where your you your body exits the bowels, and then you have to get washed off by your son in the shower." And you pass out and you're trying to hide the fact that you have terminal cancer and you're going to die. And it's like, all right, I guess those are the, the characters I'm getting now. You know what I mean? So so he's, I guess my point is when you're super... Oh, I be- long for the days when McConaughey is in that situation. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're super believable as an old dude that's like going to die any second. Isn't that a weird feeling? Like when you're like... 
we're casting a role. We think it's great for you. Okay, like you're Robert Duvall. And I go, look, I'm your agent. Look, uh, before before you say yes or no, hear me out. Here's the plot of this movie. Um, big, big director. Big name. This movie's going to make a lot of buzz, right? Like I'm I'm trying to sell you this movie. Am I the, am I the big You're name? Robert Duvall. Am I the big name? Well, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in movie about around me, basically. You know what? Here's the thing. It's called The Judge. Guess who the judge is? Okay. Movie is a hundred percent about you. Okay. You don't come in until about twenty. So my. You come in. You know what? I won't... Is it like a major case? It's like you know something. Robert like Downey Jr. plays oh. a heavy part in it. You know okay. what I mean? You're going to be his dad. Oh, I think. Pretty much your char- character is established. You're an old. You know, not not old. You're a seasoned judge. You know okay. what I mean? Like you're a seasoned judge and. uh Robert Downey comes in and he's your son. You guys have a strained relationship. And I'm sure you'll get into character. It'll be fine. Um, somewhere about the 45-minute mark, I wanted to run this by you before you you know, before you know, sign on. A lot of money, by the way. They're talking Oscar oh. already before. But uh, ahead of time, I just want you to know there is going to be a point where you're going to uh, shit yourself in the shower. And, um, and they're going to pr- they're gonna film it pretty graphically. And he's going to have to kind of hose you down. And you're going to... St- Look, I know you can get into character, so I'm not going to share your quote, but right, you're going to have to stand right. there like a frigid, super old elderly guy while someone showers you down. I mean, the benefit at this point, I will say, of being at this age is I have a body that matches a lot of other bodies that could come in and you're do that gonna scene. You're going to look like a super old I mean, cancer gonna, This isn't going to be a continuous one single shot, is it? Because I feel like I could someone else could step in Rob, and be... Rob, Rob, Rob. All you got to do Bob. is... All you, it's Bob. Bob. Bobby. Bobby. Booby. Booby, all you got to do is take your shirt off and stand there. People are going to assume you have cancer and are about to die. Just stand there. They have to have expectations. I'm an older man at this point. The, the script says you're a half a breath away from death, and I'm confident in your acting ability that if you just stand there in a bathroom, people are going to believe you're about to die. <laughs> it's mildly offensive. What kind of money are we talking about? <laughs> but that's kind of how I've they... I've often wondered how they do that because... How do you sell someone a role like, hey, this person has to be super old, look like they're about to die, um, but it keeps happening. So, like, is is Bobby Duvall like, hey, can I get a role where I am a... Like, me and Channing Tatum go out clubbing and we're trolling for Poontang <laughs> and we just slay it? Think about... All the other guys, like the Robert Redford types, that are always that Stallone gets to be that, in the Expendables. That, that slam down to have ass cancer constantly. <laughs> that slam down their 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 copy of whatever uh, you know industry newspaper every time when they or they go you know because these people don't have to they don't read they, you know they don't audition the the, the, the person who's writing the story or, or whatever we wrote you know, this right, with you in mind right yeah but yeah. but but consider this i often thought it would be a great tv show or a hidden a great hidden camera show to put out like a you know something in the um the trades calling for a you know an actor uh to do a a part in a big budget movie and then come up with the most ridiculous description uh you know humiliating description and see who has who has <laughs> zero pride and will be willing to work for whatever you could just be like we're really looking for someone who's like a fat toothless hillbilly not somebody yeah. who can who can be one we really want yeah. someone who feels that they have the essence of a fat when i was writing this hillbilly. i was thinking you right you know what i mean i was right. thinking like like when i was writing sling blade and i needed doyle hargraves <laughs> i was like like they called up dwight yoko and they were like dwight you gotta do it dude and he's like well i'm sure there's I mean, there's a lot of good acting. Like Matthew McConaughey's got a great set. No, no, no. Look, when I wrote this, I was like, 
has got to be the biggest loudmouth a-hole hillbilly. <laughs> right. And I'll be honest, I don't even want to interview. Right. I don't even want to interview. you got the job. Anyone else would not be as loudmouth as hillbilly and as <laughs> right. stupid as you. Don't you wonder how agents sell their clients? Like, you know, hey, uh, the studio called. They want you to read for, uh, you know, stupid or you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. what, 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 whatever the... Or like heavyset black woman. Right. Like that comes up a lot too. Like we need someone like, it's like like a Deuce Bigelow type movie. Right. Like we need a character to play the super fat. That's going to be humiliated by the Black lead. chick who not only is just overweight, which is a Farts common a problem. It's, it's, they also like flatulate constantly. Right. And uh, oh, oh, and every joke will be about fried chicken and they'll have to, you know what I mean? It'll be right. semi-racist. Right. And it's like somebody semi- would just go like, okay. Like, right, yeah, like how much That's does it pay? Samuel Jackson. That's where you get him. That's where he comes in. How about Forrest Whitaker? Does he? I mean, if he, depending on where you're <laughs> holding Samuel the script, Samuel Jackson he... with, a, with a little more acting. <laughs> right. He's done King Lear, my friend. I know much more talent. Than, I don't know a little more. <laughs> I, no, I just in a different area. I Forrest guess. Whitaker couldn't be a Jedi. Book that shit. Well, I mean, he couldn't see that pod moving around. He might oh, slice someone's head off. Jedi thought. I had this thought today while I was in the shower. Um, uh, okay. Most Eisley Cantina. Right. Know the place. Somebody well. on the Super Nuts Network could probably uh, elaborate better. But uh, Obi-Wan says something when they walk in, like, there's never been a more vile den of treachery or bugga bugga. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He has a line about, like, you're never going to a place like, that's this evil. Listen, I'm, I've been able to hold it down in this place. You may need to watch yourself. Yes. He's like, I'm an old Englishman with a beard. <laughs> they don't mess with me one bit. But I was thinking about how... He talks about that. I forget the the actual word, but it's a really great like line about a vile den of treachery and yada yada. Point is, he says that. Then they walk into this bar, and then what immediately happens? It's like swinging. That how's that any? Different it's like a dude with a monocle. Like there should be people swing dancing. There's like a silly. Ba- Don't you remember when? Is that is that, that that blue dude looks like an elephant? Is he playing shit in that, or is that Java's place? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. He's got like I a think, circle yeah. keyboard. No, it's like those guys that have like the alien faces Jabba. that are playing horn. They have the long horns. They have like uh, the long heads with the big yeah, oval yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the blue dude's at Jabba's place because yeah. it got a little more Henson-y, a little more Muppety toward the third one. But they walk in, it's like... It's the happiest... Like, It's definitely the intergalactic bar from uh, Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd be bigger. And Obi Wan's like, I hear that a lot. <laughs> Left boot. <laughs> I got my I got my land speeder full of spare. Dude. Well, fuck, I don't have tires, but I got spare stuff in there. Wouldn't it be an amazing skit if they could have? Uh, if he was still alive, if they could have Patrick Swayze go into the, work at the cantina <laughs> like a, they do like an interview work they for animate a job. It? They animate It'd be it? amazing. Somebody listen. We're, we're changing everything of the I'm animation you, idea. This is perfect, here. dude. This is perfect. Patrick Swayze is it, the bouncer at Most Ice Swing. <laughs> I don't care who shot first. I'm kicking both of your asses. Greedo's like, I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> he goes to rip his throat out. He's like, just goo. He's like, I don't know what this Patrick is. Patrick Swayze ripped throat out first. <laughs> but that's only in the outtakes. <laughs> but my point is, they walk in, this is happy. Da, 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 da. I've been in cover bands. You always were in original punk bands. I, I still play covers. You play to the audience. If nobody wants to hear right. that song, you don't play that kind of music. I mean, unless they're, I don't know. Like, you play, hey, if they want to hear Simple Man, fuck it. You're here until 1130. You play Simple Man. 
Who in that audience wants to hear like you can't not, not move me. your elbows and right. snap your fingers? I and mean, if you bump into somebody, the so, wrong way, it's gonna be yeah, I don't like you either. <laughs> you think that guy wants to hear those? I also look at that guy who he doesn't look like much. He doesn't either. like you. <laughs> None of them. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm Luke Skywalker. I've never been in a fight guy, in my yeah. life, and the odds are 50-50 right now. Go back to 19, you know, or 2003, and go to McTaverns, <laughs> tough guy. <laughs> See how that works out for you. <laughs> just, you're not supposed to come in a Hammond bar. It's exactly right. the same thing. You did the c- me. They just shoot him. I would argue anybody the in the most Isaac Cantina could not make it 10 minutes in a Hessville bar, which is not even saying that much, really. But yeah, it's insane. But I just had that thought today that when I was, for some reason, that tune was in my head. And I remember going, there'd be never, be, never be a more vile den of treachery and whatever. And I was like, well, I mean, there's probably a couple more. This, uh, never. <laughs> Never a more, more vile. I don't know. I think Jabba's Palace might be worse. Yeah. It you know, alone is worse. Also, the same happy music somehow. How, yeah, how, how does the, the Ewok Village play happy music? The most icy cantina plays happy music. That Not one, a lot of happiness in the Star Wars universe, most, however, if most, you notice. No. Every, yeah, they're blowing up whole planets at a time. <laughs> right. The entire Alderaan gets blown up. No, there should be a little bit of... I don't know. It was just a thought I had. I, if you, if I How was, many smiles are in Star Wars altogether? Is there any? Oh, at the end. Sure. Okay. Remember when they're all getting medals? That's it. Remember I'm Luke? Ta- okay. Leia. Beyond that, is there ever a happy moment? in any, Hey, guys, from Pointed at the Deck, let us know. Uh, is there any smiles beside that when they're you know being... I think there's a couple smart-ass jokes. I think Lando flashes a half grin from time to time. <laughs> He's just got that million-dollar smile. But there's his a couple of... His uh, mustache smiles at me. When, when Luke is getting his hand worked on or whatever, and, and, and yeah. they, there's a couple of little incidents, but when I would Le- like to do a smile count in Star Wars. It's, it's a pretty a good depressing idea. movie all Like when Leia and Han go back and forth every right. once in a while, like, who are you calling Scruffy? Look at this. Right. Yeah, there's a little something. They should have had, uh, had Marshall Warfield be uh, uh, Leia. Just a sassy black chick. <laughs> <laughs> Why you think I just would have added it just to it? Been funny. I don't would have added to it. She was hot in the eighties. He's like, perhaps your sister. And I don't will. mean like, like physically. Yeah, but who's my sister? Though? Well, it would have made things a lot less confusing because you'd be like, well, they're definitely not brother and sister, or they are. He's like, if you like, enjoy me, perhaps your sister. He's like, do you mean like sister or like because sister he, or sister? Well, let me ask you. Sister. So Luke and and Leia are brother and sister. However, I believe that if you would have used Marsha Warfield when Darth Vader's helmet gets cut open, it would have explained a lot more because you'd been like, well. Just like the guy that plays Juice on Sons of Anarchy, where they say he's black, I'm confused. Is Darth Vader black? Juice is, or is black? he white? Yeah, he's, he's black. Dude. Oh yeah, he is. No, he had like a black dad or something. That's black enough he's for mixed. the Sons of Anarchy, where he's they wouldn't have let him in the gang if they well, they, known they didn't that. want mixed people. Okay, but. That's what I'm saying. But is Darth take Vader it, take black? it a step further. What is he? Take it a step further. Uh, the voice for Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. He didn't. He wouldn't need. A, he wouldn't need an actor. When they cut it open, it could have just been James right. Earl Jones, right? And it would have been like, oh, <laughs> right. that makes sense. But right. then he would have been like, well, he said he was my father, and that's why Luke's like, well, now. I, okay, so he takes after no, his mom. He takes after you, his mom. No, you can't be my father because I'm white. Doesn't make any sense. 
Oh, he would have been mad about yeah. it? No, he just would have been way confused. It wouldn't have been like, <laughs> like Luke, I am your father. Like, when he, get when real, he does dude. when he does the no thing, he's thinking like, no, it's I just can't never. believe he goes, never. I, he's like, I can't be it's no it's impossible that someone as pure of heart as me is related to anybody that's like you. Oh, However, evil, if he would have yeah. been black, how much more confusing would the whole thing have been? Yeah, he would have been like, no. He would have been like, never. Never. I mean, but what, what I mean by like, that I'm is. I'm not even I, you're, mad anymore. You're, now you're, you're full of it. You're black. I'm white. I am. Right? I am white, right? I mean, it certainly would have. He goes and asks his friends. And would have like, thrown a monkey wrench in George Lucas's uh, <laughs> thing. Dude, I had this weird thought today, too. I keep having the strangest thoughts, like, in the shower. It's it's the one time when I'm not plugged in because I'm scared. I told you I used to watch TV in the shower, even. But I'm scared. My wife was like, you're going to get water damage, and then they won't cover it. You know, what so, your phone? Yeah. Oh, okay. she's like, so that was you the don't one. Put it that, in like a plastic Ziploc bag. No, that oh. was the one thing that was no, because I used to hide it. That was the one thing that I was like scared straight. I was like, you finally got through to me. You're right. I shouldn't watch it. So, but I had this thought earlier. I've talked about pornographic films from time to time. I don't watch them often, but every once in a while it does pop up. But I had this thought. <laughs> <laughs> I had this thought. Um, I I happened to just catch a few seconds of one not too long ago. And the guy is, <laughs> stay with me. The guy is like, he's going like, like, oh yeah, oh he gives me like, oh yeah, and like, Seems about right. Like, what else do dudes say in porno? If had you seen one just by chance, what'd your friends tell you that they say? I don't. They know say that. like, oh yeah, and like you right. like it, shit <laughs> like that, right? But I thought, I think that that. What are we having for dinner after? No, I think that is the, the first so few people that got big doing this said those phrases a lot. Like, they would say the same things like, oh, yeah, like you like it or take it or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Whatever. And so the next generation that watched pornos were like, that's what you say when you're a badass dude. You say like, oh, yeah, take it. Like, so I don't think it's so much that that's what you're feeling, like that's what you're supposed to say, is like, that's what you think a badass dude says. You think a guy goes like, oh, yeah. But like my... I still yell out left boot. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, at least that's coming from the heart. I like that. My my thought was... um, Put him in like, a body bag, Johnny. Every dude says the same, and every girl, same thing. Like, oh, yeah, like you like that. They say the same thing. Well, Ben, if somebody's going to say, do you like it, then the, the appropriate response is, oh, yeah, baby, well, I do like first it. Of, so yeah, how, first how, of all, far okay. off the, how far off the page you want him to go? Look, that's a dumb question. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're going to like it. Or if they're not, they're going to walk away. Or I don't She's know. Like, like, hey, how, how do you like it? The fuck, like, like, you start eating pizza and be like, well. oh, is that great pizza? <laughs> it's like, I'm just... I'm just gonna finish eating it. And I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> but like, like, take it. I heard you. The third time. <laughs> right. I, I am taking it. I'm like, oh yeah, give me more. I'm giving you more. I'm, I've, I've given you more as many times as I can. I don't have any more to give you. So <laughs> my point was like, I don't think. Yes, it makes sense to have that response. But if the first few guys would have said something different. Then all the other guys following and all the other gals following would have said something different too. Like, like, well, like. This is where I'm following you too. Like, for a couple, like, for instance, I thought, like, what if, what if, like, when it, when a guy was having something he enjoyed for a moment, what if he was like, like, I say dude all the time. Like, I say all the time. What if he was just like, like, ah, oh, dude. You know what I mean? Like, what if he just said that instead? Or like, what if he just said, like, like, he was happy and excited and he just said, like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, he was just like, wow. Like, as he was getting it on, he just said, like, wow. Or like, like, come on. Or something like that, right? So, like a visceral response. So, in the middle of, of, of the act Survey of the woman. Survey says. 
<laughs> yeah, so in the middle of an act, like say the first couple huge stars in pornography were to go like, like when when it was going great, they would just they would say they would just go like, wow, <laughs> like like hooray, you know Press what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, like woohoo or something like that. And, like everybody after would do that, and then we wouldn't have to be so serious, and everybody wouldn't be spitting on things and piercing stuff. We could have a good time with it. And when it felt really great, when I was in a movie with a, with a girl, I could just go like, come on, why, and everybody would win. Why don't you? Why don't you just do like all the other people I've heard that have watched dirty movies in the past and do it without oh, sound? Oh, whoa, whoa, you just whoa, make whoa. Your I don't own, watch them. You just make know. your own sounds. That's what they say. Well, I kind of like, do. Like Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> well, not your, but your sound, not the sounds you're making, but the, <laughs> the sound. sounds that I would make are like, right. dude, come on. And wow. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You do like a Mystery Science Theater sort of thing where you act out both sides of it. Just use a higher pitch voice for the girl. Because... Well, I can. I mean, that's an option. I won't say no. I won't do it. But, I mean, my point is I just had this thought about, like, do people say when they're in a pleasurable experience or The heat of passion. When when they're in the heat of passion, when they're in the heat of whoopee, are they saying what they think they're supposed to be saying? Or are they saying what... I don't know. Like, comes naturally. Because I would argue that they're influenced by others. I'm just watching this piece of a movie that I caught the side of my eye and I happened to catch a piece of it and the guy's like oh yeah oh yeah and I'm just thinking like dude everybody says that like we yeah we get it like we get it like oh yeah take it like yeah you know what this girl does it for a living she knows to take it (laughs) you don't need to tell her like she's got it instead just go she's been taking it since 845 appreciate her when she does take it go wow (laughs) thank you yeah how about that how much appreciate how about thank you go good job keep it up (laughs) <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> something like that, you know? Like some, I don't know, something like that. It's just a thought I had. I, don't know, I wrote it down because I was like, these guys all are like, oh, yeah, come on, baby. And I'm like, First of all, baby seems weird, too. Like, I, What about, like, from downtown? Yeah, like, he's heating up. Like, like NBA Jam. Just Marv Albert. <laughs> it's all NBA Jam's quotes. He's on fire. Like, just shit like that. That'd be perfect. Well, try it. T- try it. T- get back to me. I would take all this, my favorite sound bites from 8-bit Nintendo movies or Nintendo games when I was a kid. Double like, dribble. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's like, like, what? Next time, Double next, dribble. Next time I'm intimate with the wife, when I'm done, I'm going to go like, Who's bad? Like bad dudes or whatever. Remember bad dudes where they go like bad dudes. I'm gonna raise my arm. I'm just gonna something. do that ball bull charge backwards out of the right out of the room, right down to the kitchen to get a sandwich. I'm gonna bang bang. Come on. Um, so you're not excited at all about the Oscars? Are you pumped? No. You're not gonna I gamble. Watch no gamble with who? Me? You want in? Uh, sure. I do like it. to gamble, but it's all gonna right. be a blind gamble because I haven't seen anything. The only thing me I saw either, was dude. Birdman. So. I've seen The Judge. That's it. And I, mean, I, and I saw. How, how do you gamble then? Because, if I like the game, I like to be in the know. Because I know how the industry thinks. Oh, okay. You well, do too. You know how well, people yeah, vote for yeah. shit. You know, like when Anne Hathaway's involved. You know what I mean? Like it's things. Amazing this. Yeah, things are going to change. Um, I don't know if Nightcrawl is even nominated for anything. But I granted, I think I, it is one in one category. I didn't I see a ton of movies this year. I don't get out a lot. But uh, Nightcrawler was probably Birdman for the win. Yeah. Yeah, I got Birdman for best picture. It is best picture, not best I mean, director though. I'm else. giving it to Linklater because Boyhood. No. I don't think that the Academy. I don't think the Academy is going to go. You took 12 years to film it. Nah, no, no, they're going to go. You. T- this was magnificent. Over 12 years, nobody thought about doing this before. Right, that, and best that director, in itself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Patricia right. Arquette too. Yeah, she was. She was good. 
It's good. She's going to get it. Watch. All right. Well, I would like to see the ballot. Best supporting. Because it's not even best actress. Best supporting. She's going to get it. You know what they're going to do? You know how every time someone is uh, mentally disabled or gains weight or whatever? Well, this is another spin on that. They're going to go, Patricia Arquette, you aged on camera. You let people see yourself right. lose it. You know what I mean? Like you gained some weight. There's some wrinkles added. You were raw, man. But it's like, she's like, she didn't have a choice. Right. It's like it was 20 minutes she a year. Still, she still looked good. No, she did. But I mean, my point is like, right. they're going to look at it that way. They're going to go like, you aged in front of the camera. You hit the wall so, right in so front of brave. us. It's so brave. It's so brave to do what every single other person in the entire effing world does. We saw you from the middle of your career right up to the last day. Patricia Arquette in her day, boy. She ain't bad now, but in her day. Right. Amazing. I don't know. I was trying to get you into the Oscars. Um... Real quick before we leave, did you have anything uh, specific for next week that you wanted to uh, hype or talk about? Or I talk about yoga all the time. I talk about it often, at least on this show. Uh, I started getting into it with DDP, and I started. That's Diamond Dallas Page. No, it's Double Penage. Yeah, Diamond Dallas Page, and then I have a couple other DVDs. But I found this girl on YouTube. I'll talk about her more next week. But her name is Adrian. You look up Yoga with Adrian, and you should find her on YouTube. Uh, she's got specific for whatever like if you have a sore back if you have sore hamstrings whatever it is uh they're free she's got uh videos on everything and i found all of her i don't know anything about yoga but i do know that stretching makes me feel better so i found all of her stuff to (laughs) that's true but i found all of her stuff to be super beneficial and she's really nice uh she's the cheryl scott of yoga and i'm a big fan (laughs) So check her. No, not in that. Well, yes, in that way, but no, not in that way. But check her out. Yoga with Adrian on YouTube. She's um, she's outstanding, man. She's great. Uh, I just want to say this week, I since we didn't do our podcast, I was just sort of like disenfranchised with the whole idea of podcasting or listening to podcasts. You're so fucking manic, dude. <laughs> but I did. Best I said, you know, what? I'm not listening to quit. I'm not listening to any podcast this week. I'm just, I'm out. Uh, but what I did was I, I forwent listening to any podcast that I normally listen to. And I only downloaded podcast. I found podcasts on screenwriting. I just typed in screenwriting and I, I downloaded a couple of this, this one that I actually found was pretty good. It's called typecast with Kevin Pang. Um, and I think the guy wrote or writes for the Chicago Tribune and the podcast, I think started in 2011. I, there's only a handful of episodes. He did them so sporadically. But he talks to Sean Ryan, the guy who uh, wrote The Shield, and uh, it's actually a really cool episode. Talks about like character development, just basically what it's like to write uh, the process of writing a um, for television, and how it's different than writing for movies, and like how he develops characters or creates characters or develops a story, and then uh, how The Shield was didn't know if it was going to get picked up. So the crazy way they wrote that first season, not even knowing or thinking they probably were going to have a second one. Like how it, they had to then cre- make a, a good character out of people that they created were so horrible. Yeah, like like um, Breaking Bad, they were supposed to kill Aaron Paul's character, but they were like, this guy's so Everybody amazing. Everybody loved him so much. He's so good. good, we can't. And he ends up being like the most pivotal uh, so, part of the show. So, But he talks a lot. It, it was For anybody who's interested in screenwriting, check it out. I would suggest that uh, if I could tell you to do anything this week, it would be, if you like The Shield or you like uh, the idea of finding out what goes on behind the scenes. Check that uh, podcast out. Again, it's called Typecast. Oh, we didn't even mention that it's 219 today. So that's a big deal. Why? 219, baby. It's the region. Okay. It's National Region Day. Okay. I didn't know that until you just told me. So. Uh, (laughs) 
Um, check us out on the Super Knots Network. That's where our podcast is. Uh, that's our home base at this point. So www.thesupernauts, S-U-P-E-R-N-A-U-G-H-T-S. If you need to find me, I'll be with the Super Knots. <laughs> Go there and you click on our episode. You can like uh, type comments. There's a, a lot of banter going back and forth. So... Uh, me and Ben are continuing to uh, say hilarious things there on the website. Oh, so, uh, that is it for episode 95. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will see you again next week if the recording works out. If not, maybe we get to that. All right. Look at Shorty from the shining, all grown up rhyming. Still talking to my finger, but now it's too big to stomach lining. I'll be the smart ambassador. Then the overpoint the ass back it on. Then I'll fucking laugh. Put to me giving a fuck. That's Polaroid car separate. Or Hot 97 with a yes man bread train. Starbucks start. You stay with feces. The only man who make roaches and endangered species. I'm smacking DJs for playing instrumentals for the whack metals. Spinning all over the mic rentals. Bring all your doors. My name is Cage Kennels. Not abuse packs like that. Too much At age 12, I spit my first rap out In the 80s on your block like the first crack house It's Eon cold-hearted, smoke a whole carton Decapitate my best friend if he's both carton